welcome to the Inner Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Tran, and I'm here to serve your highest purpose on this planet, discovering who you are and what you are meant to do. Each week, I will bring to you conversations that will elevate your mind, deepen your awareness, and expand your heart to help you unlock your inner leader. Before we dive in, make sure you subscribe to our podcast to tune in on the daily. Without further ado, let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Um, usually I do interviews with other guests, but um, lately I've been thinking about making a switch, um, changing it to doing more episodes that are talking about me and coming from me and my thoughts and my experiences. Um, I find that people resonate with that a lot um, just because it comes from a super vulnerable place. So that's what I decided to do. And you know what, since it's kind of, you know, there's a lot of coronavirus um, negative news going out there and everything is shut down, uh, we're basically stuck at home. (laughs) Um, It kind of sparked this creativity in me and I wanted to record an episode. Also, I have been recently going through a breakup and that has been really hard. Um, and I'll share a little bit of that today with you in terms of how things have been for me. But uh, in general, what I wanted to talk about today in today's episode is my fear around spending time alone. <laughs> and I recognize this fear through this period of time of having to stay at home, of everybody wanting to, you know, social isolate for a really good reason, obviously. Um, But it, you know, really magnified um, the fear of solitude for me. And I think it's quite important to lean in and be curious about it. So let's do that together. Um, This episode is completely unscripted. So who knows where I'm going to go, but um, one thing I know for sure is that I'll be honest and vulnerable with you, and I will be super open with you in terms of my experiences and everything that I'm going through. So, all right, I'm going to open the blinds, get in some sunshine. Have you guys been enjoying the sunshine these past few days? It's been so nice, clear blue sky beautiful weather. I've been going on hikes, so that has been really nice. Um, All right, so I'll begin with the first thought, which is I have always thought that I'm somebody who's comfortable spending time alone and spending time with herself because um, I have done solo travel trips for months. Uh, I have gone through a lot of hours sitting in meditation uh, classes and retreats. Uh, I've gone through like, you know, those silent meditation retreats where I'm not allowed to talk to other people for like 10 days, 20 days. And so I've always, you know, thought of myself as this person who's really comfortable with being alone and and really enjoying me time. (laughs) Um, but I guess the combination of going through a breakup plus spending more time alone 
made me realize that maybe I'm not really that comfortable with being um, in solitude. And um, I'll read a little bit of uh, this book. It's called 13 Things Mentally Strong People Don't Do by Amy Morin. Um, And in this chapter, she talked about... One second here. Um, One of the things that mentally strong people don't do is they don't fear alone time. That's a tricky thing is like, I've never really thought that I feared alone time because like there are times when I take myself on hikes, on like dates, um, self dates per se, um, by myself. And I'm happy doing those things. Um, I enjoy me time. But um, recently, I feel like I've been diving deeper into what it really means to honor me time and what it really means to honor the time for like deeper creativity, um, deeper meaning, like, you know, pursuing this full spiritual self-search or self-exploration. So I'll read some of this part. She has a checklist in this book. I will read it out loud and see if you resonate with any of these checkpoints. Okay, number one. When you have spare time, the last thing you'd likely do is just sit and think. Okay, so for me, um, when I have spare time, to be honest, I realize that I fill it with like listening to podcasts, recent, um, reading books, listening to music, dancing, um, doing all these things as to like entertain myself, as to educate myself, as to learn something. But I realized that I don't do a lot of just sitting and thinking in silence, unless I was doing meditation, but then that serves another purpose. So for me, that answer is no. <laughs> Second question, when um, you think spending time by yourself is boring, I have to say I'm kind of like a yes or maybe in this. Um, I love going hiking alone sometimes in the morning by myself, enjoying the morning or energy, um, going on like little adventures and stuff by myself, or I love having time for myself. Um, But that's after I've like hung out with other people. (laughs) So it's more so I have been treating self-time as like a recharging uh, for recharging purpose, not so much as just for you know like i just want to spend my time for myself getting to know myself so for me it's like kind of a maybe a yes and no um third question do you like to keep the tv or music on for background noise when you're doing things around the house yes (laughs) i do that for like washing the dishes uh sometimes I'm like even reading and listening to music at the same time. Like, how does that even work? I don't do that too much, but like I would leave kind of jazz music in the background or piano and I'd be like, oh, this feels so nice. It's kind of set up the atmosphere, but uh, I am definitely guilty of this. And um, I do leave music on. I do play a lot of music when I'm like by myself. So that does serve the noise distraction there. Number four. Do you feel uncomfortable with silence? And I think they're specifically talking about silence when you're by yourself. For me, um, 
I don't know. I, I guess with this question, I would have to say that I'm sometimes very comfortable, but sometimes I'm not. Um, the times that I'm very comfortable with silence is probably when I'm in a good mood or I'm like, everything is going fine or everything's going good in my life. Um, but when things are kind of shaky, when situations are tough, like a breakup or, um, you know, like changing jobs or figuring out what I want to do in school or what I want to do with my life. <laughs> Seems like we're doing a lot of that in our early 20s. Um, silence can be uncomfortable for me. Number five, you equate being alone with feeling lonely. Not entirely, um, but I do find myself feeling lonely when I'm around other people sometimes, especially people that I don't really find myself ticking with or like kind of feeling in alignment with. So for me, it's like, Sometimes I feel lonely being alone, but also like being lonely being around people that aren't really in the same alignment with me. Um, but sometimes I do find myself feeling really full and really joyful being by myself and with other people. So that one is like, uh, maybe yes or maybe no. Okay, question number six. You would never enjoy doing activities such as going to the movies or watching a concert by yourself. For me, that's a no. Okay, my little brother is playing the TV super loud, so I'm gonna ask him to turn it down. <laughs> Give me one second. Okay, I'm back. Uh, next question. You'd feel too guilty to do anything by yourself. For me, that's a no. Because I do feel happy doing a lot of things by myself when you have a few spare minutes in a waiting room or in between tasks you'll you're likely to make a phone call send text messages or use social media okay this one i'm guilty for using social media and reading ebooks i find myself reading ebooks anywhere anytime that I find myself not doing anything. I feel like I bombard my brain with a lot of words and whether that's through reading or listening to a podcast. Um, so for me, like that's kind of where I find myself not making space for silence and solitude um, in my day-to-day. -day. Next, while driving in the car by yourself, you usually keep a radio on or you talk on the phone to keep yourself entertained. I mean, is there anybody who drives in silence? <laughs> oh my god. Um, I definitely play music or podcasts in the car. I don't know if I usually drive in silence. Um, so for me, that's a no. <laughs> okay, writing in a journal or meditating seems like a waste of time. No, for me, I do write my journal on a daily basis. Um, and I do meditate on a daily basis. Next and last question. You don't have time or opportunity for solitude. I think I do have time for sol solitude. Um, so for me, that's a no. Um, so if you're going through this list and you're finding yourself like, oh, this is a yes, this is a no. Um, and you find yourself that maybe you're not as comfortable with spending time alone as you think you are, um, don't worry. It's actually quite no normal. 
um, it's very normal to not be comfortable spending time alone because I feel like in our culture, it's just so normalized to be productive, to be effective, to be filling our schedule with things and activities to do, um, to go on coffee dates, to hang out with friends, to go out on the weekends. Uh, and if we're not doing any of that, at least watch Netflix, right? <laughs> or watch YouTube videos. So I do feel like if you go through that list and you find yourself realizing that maybe I'm not as great at spending time alone or being in solitude with myself, it's pretty normal. <laughs> and that's exactly why I'm doing this episode. Yesterday as well, I was listening to another podcast. <laughs> and this kind of goes back to my whole habit of filling my time with podcasts and books when I have free time, you know. But what was really interesting was the author, David White, talked about how our loneliness and our feelings of loneliness actually have a really big message for us as individuals. Um, and it, it is in those times of loneliness that we actually get to meet ourselves. We get to meet different parts of ourselves that we haven't met before, as if we were strangers to ourselves. And sometimes that can feel really scary, and that's kind of why we shy away from it. But what was really resonating with me was that he spoke of facing loneliness and experiencing loneliness as a doorway to a deeper sense of maturity and a deeper sense of individual growth. And I'm like, wow, interesting. I never really thought about that because for me, I... I find myself being very extroverted. I love being around people. I'm very social. Um, so I really enjoy people's and humans' relationships and interactions. Um, it almost makes me feel scared of being lonely. Um, for some reason, I feel ashamed when I experience the feelings of loneliness. Um, I feel slightly embarrassed as if something is wrong with feeling lonely. Um, I feel sad on top of being lonely, which is really funny. <laughs> um, and I find myself thinking that there's something wrong with me when I feel lonely, which is, it's just kind of crazy because, you know, there you have that feeling of loneliness, um, which is quite actually natural and normal for um, human beings to go through just as a lot of other emotions such as joy and happiness and sadness and excitement and anger frustration loneliness is being one of them and um, it's just as simple as that feelings but then when we face that feeling of loneliness so many aspects of ourselves show up too and for me it's you know, feeling shame on top of loneliness, feeling sadness on top of loneliness, wondering if something is wrong with my life on top of that or something's wrong with me. And so for me, that serves as mirrors and lessons into myself and my relationship with myself. And so recently, 
um, with the coronavirus going on, which is quite sad. And I know everyone is really scared and there's just a lot of news out there. Um, I try to be as positive, but you know, anyways, I've been spending a lot of time alone. Um, and if I do anything, I FaceTime friends. <laughs> um, but yeah, most of the time I spend alone and I'm really leaning into this feeling of loneliness and I'm really being curious about it. And I wanted to touch uh, more on my recent breakup because for me, that actually sparked a lot of that curiosity in me in terms of learning about myself and learning about my needs and my wants and how I treat myself. So, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to share with you guys today. I was in this relationship for nearly two years and... um, I really loved I really loved my partner. I think there were a lot of things that didn't work out in our relationship and I know like speaking from my side, I tried really hard to make it work, but you know, it's it's tough because um there are just so many things, right, playing into a relationship. All in all, um I think we've been broken up now for about maybe a month or yeah, it's it's been about a month. And I find myself um, going through a lot of moments of feeling um, sad and frustrated and angry and lonely. And just a lot of emotions came up um, that I'm afraid of feeling. But the greatest lesson that came out of leaning into these emotions and leaning into this period of my life, um, a period that feels kind of more quiet, it feels like a transition, it feels like a closing of a chapter, but also an opening of a new chapter as well. So it just feels like a huge period of transition and, you know, it requires a lot of patience for me. Um something that it's also kind of hard for me to <laughs> to say that I'm, you know, being patient with myself in terms of that and in terms of going through that. The greatest lesson that it serves is I started asking myself questions about how do I treat myself? And I wanted to share this list that I made for myself literally on my phone like I don't know about you guys but I wrote a lot of notes on my phone (laughs) and it's quite a long list but I'll go through a few questions and if you are going through this list and you find things are resonating with you or questions that are resonating with you and you want me to send this list to you like feel free to message me on Instagram Um, I'll share this whole list with you okay so we'll go through the first few questions And I want to kind of clarify into this list. It's not just about loneliness. This is literally about how I'm treating myself on a day-to-day basis, just in general, like how am I treating myself? So first question, how do I treat my curiosities and interests? Do I follow them and trust them? Do I give them space to be explored and tended to? Do I give them a chance to develop in me? All of the curiosity and interest that spark joy in me, how do I treat them? 
So this question sparked in me because I find myself being somebody who has so many curiosities and interests. I'm like interested in mindfulness, meditation, um, all different aspects of marketing, designing, psychology, science, history, um, random stuff, math, um, <laughs> entrepreneurship, everything. So for me, it's like, Sometimes I find myself devoting a lot of my time and treating my curiosities as really important to me, but sometimes I find myself not trusting my curiosity and interest. And for me, that was interesting to look at in terms of how I'm treating myself. So I found that it was really important for me to ask this question because only by you know fully giving yourself the chance, the time, and the space to explore your curiosity and your interest, will you be able to find um, your passion and things that really spark joy in you um, that later become, you know, your part of your career path or your way of living? So this is quite important. Second question, how do I treat my needs and desires? Do I commit to them and honor them? Or do I compromise and settle for less? Do I ask myself courageously for what I want? And am I committed to giving myself exactly what I want? So I know these questions are kind of all linked together in the same topic. I know I said this is the second question, but it's like 10 questions followed up. <laughs> so it's, it's like a series of questions put together in a topic. So these questions for me are really important in examining, do I honor my needs and my desires? Do I prioritize myself? Do I see myself as somebody who is important to take care of? Um, recently, I've been watching more Jordan Peterson's uh, content, and I love the perspective that he has about treating yourself as somebody that you would want to take care of kind of taking that third eye um, or third person point of view or bird eyes perspective of taking care of yourself, being responsible for taking care of yourself and really leaning into what you're needing and what you're wanting and honoring that and, and finding different resources to give yourself that, to provide it for yourself. Because that's self-love. Self-responsibility is self-love. Okay, third question or series of questions. How honest am I with other people? How honest am I to other people about what I think is right and wrong? How does that reflect my honesty with myself? Do I speak and think for myself with sharp, clear honesty? Or do I justify bad behaviors, give excuses, and enable bad habits? So for me, this is quite important to look at because for me, building strong sense of character uh, is very important. And for me, a critical, essential part of building character is having honesty and integrity. And I believe that you know, if I don't have honesty and integrity within myself, then how am I supposed to have that with other people? 
So for me, it was really important to take a look at okay, how honest am I with myself, and how honest am I with other people, because both and both are mirrors. How you treat yourself internally, how you treat yourself is a huge mirror of how you treat other people, and vice versa. Because sometimes, you know, like for me at least. I find that if I'm not willing to be honest with myself, then I ask myself the reverse questions. Well, how do I treat other people? How do I think about this and that? I look at the ex- external world, and I reflect it back.、Uh, ref- <laughs> I think I just had a hiccup there, <laughs> and I reflected it back、uh, into my internal world so that I can self-examine myself. Question number four. How assertive am I towards other people, and how assertive am I with myself about honoring my highest version of myself? How assertive am I with myself about respecting myself? So I know the first question was how assertive am I towards other people.、Um, the reason why I asked this question externally first is because. I find myself being sometimes assertive, but many times not as assertive as I would like to be towards other people.、Um, I find myself more so being extra polite,、um, tending to be more nice and kind, or not exactly in the sense of being a kind and nice person, but just being extra polite.、Um, and that's something that I do want to work on. I do want to be more assertive. And、um, I think as a woman, we don't really, we're not really taught to be assertive and to speak our needs and wants in a very direct and straightforward manner.、Um, at least growing up as an Asian woman, that wasn't taught to me. But that is something that I really honor and that I really want to practice in my life, because you know how my assertiveness, my level of assertiveness with other people. Also reflects back the level of assertiveness that I have with myself, and you know, if I'm not assertive with myself in terms of what I needs, what I wants, my dreams,、um, my goals, then how do I actually commit to pursuing them? And so for me, that question was quite important. Okay, this one. Are you ready? <laughs> It's kind of a deep one, okay? How do I treat myself when someone makes me feel bad? How do I treat myself when I'm in disagreement? How do I treat myself when I'm in conflict? How do I treat myself when other people are treating me badly? How do I treat myself when the situation is not serving me? So,、um, this. This series of questions basically really gave me a clear understanding of not understanding, but a clear sense of seeing of how I wasn't treating myself too well in these situations.、Um, a lot of the times when somebody makes me feel bad, I wouldn't really speak up. I would tell myself, "Oh, it's okay. Maybe they they are just having a bad day." I try to be understanding.、Um, I try to be compassionate.、Um, at least in my head, that's what I tell myself.、Um, so a lot of the situations where 
For example, I'm in conflict or disagreement, or when other people are not treating me well, or when the situation is not serving me well. I don't find myself standing up for myself as much as I think I would, and I don't find myself speaking up for my wants and needs as much as I would like to.、Um, I find myself quieting myself a lot and telling myself that oh it's okay, oh it's okay, but it's not okay. Sometimes it's really not okay, and it requires me speaking up. And so if you are.、Um, Listening to this and it's resonating with you, I would really encourage you to ask these questions for yourself as well. Like, how do you treat yourself when somebody is not treating you well, or when you're in a disagreement, in a conflict? Do you honor yourself still? Do you treat yourself with self-respect? Do you stand up for yourself and your needs? Do you speak up the truth? Do you tell the truth?、Um, for me. The part that I'm struggling with is I'm afraid to make other people feel bad. But when that fear is there, I'm not speaking my truth, and actually that's not okay. And so this is something that I'm practicing and I'm really honoring in my life in this moment, is to treat myself with the highest level of self-respect, especially. In situations that are not serving me, with people that aren't serving me. Okay, next question, a little bit more lighthearted. Do I allow myself to have fun and enjoy life? Do I give myself room to breathe? Do I let myself truly have fun and celebrate life? And the reason why I ask this question. Um, or these three questions <laughs>、um, is because I find myself diving a lot into work and school and learning all the time, and for me that's just normal. That's like a normal pace of life, but I don't find myself taking the time to just actually just enjoy life,、um, to maybe watch a movie, having some downtime,、um, just doing things for fun. Like for me, because for me a lot of the fun stuff that I'm doing、um, is learning. It's central in learning, but I don't do like entertainment, entertainment fun. And I want to do more of that because it's important too. You know, life's short. <laughs> okay. Last few more questions. Am I courageous with myself? Do I allow myself to explore? Uncharted territories into the unknown that excite me, or do I stay safe and comfortable at shore, where I let my fear keeps me at bay? How do my daily activities, time spent, and actions taken, to mirror this? Am I bold with myself? Do I trust myself enough to just go for it? Do I take charge willingly and unafraid? So, for me, this is really important in terms of just pursuing your dreams and、um, your goals and the things that you want to do is to just be absolutely bold and courageous in doing them. And、um, of course, we don't always feel like that. Sometimes a lot of fears come up, and、um, 
we tend to be more passive. But, you know, that's okay too. It's very important though to be recognizing what are the proactive approach, uh, approaches, what are the actions that you can take towards pursuing your goals and your dreams. And don't feel bad if you find yourself being a little bit more passive because it's totally human to be passive. That's why we're here to learn. Um, <laughs> I do find myself being passive too. And it takes some time for me to take actions. And it's getting easier and easier to just take actions more consistently. But yeah, you know what? It's totally human. Just keep practicing, keep going, keep doing it, and it'll get easier. Okay, I feel like I have a lot more questions that I wrote down on this list, but I'm going to stop it here because this is quite a good uh, point of reflections for everybody listening. So um, that's my personal take on the coronavirus season as of now, really leading into exploring my... um, sense of self through this period of solitude and silence and stillness, um, exploring myself at a deeper level that I haven't really gone to um, in the past, especially with the heightens of this breakup that has been quite tough for me. But it has also been extremely, extremely rewarding in the sense of growth and yeah, just overall growth. So Thank you so much for listening. Um, Please reach out to me. If you'd like me to send you this list, send me an Instagram DM, either at The Inner Leader or my personal account at Lindsay Tran. Or if you have insights that spark from these questions that I ask, I would love to hear from you. Yes, reach out, say hi, and uh, I'll see you shortly.